Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Jaden Knows Nothing and I'm Yeah, we're back. I know I'm excited to be back. Now I'm not just excited to smoke, but I'm excited to be here and do this, you know what I'm saying? Cause like in theory, yeah, I could really just kinda spark this motherfucker anytime and not record, but then I'll just be talking to myself, you know, wasting the the quality that you guys all deserve, you know? So yeah, I'm a, I'm a start this dress. Sorry, real quick. Ah yeah. I will say this. For what this is, um. I lose my train of thought already. <laughs> For what the dispensaries would call like as the lower shelf of weed, I think this is some pretty good weed, bro. I got this shit on a sale too. That's how what I got. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be fine, bro. Because listen, if there's one thing I've learned, bro. At least with Maryland, bro, and like our dispensaries and shit, there's not like bad weed out there, bro. And maybe I'm just not too picky with my shit, but I feel like Maryland got some pretty solid guys, bro. I mean, even when it came to the street shit, it was, it was pretty solid. It was, there wasn't really too many complaints on my end when it comes to, like, the quality of the bud. More of, like, the quality of the service. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I've said this already, but I'm going to touch on it again, bro. I don't I don't like copping from people in my age range because I feel like they ain't taking it serious enough. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, I understand this is your side hustle, bro. But this is something I'm putting in my body, you feel me? I'ma need some quality shit, bro. And I'ma need some quality time. Like, not like time with the plug, but like, I need you to show up on time, bro. I've had interactions with my plugs before to where it's just like a miscommunication rather with time. Motherfucker just wasn't on time. I'm not gonna hold you. Sometimes I'll be a little late. But my rule on time is, bro, whatever time. I say give or take 10 minutes, bro. I might be 10 minutes early or 10 minutes late. But I feel like 10 minutes isn't a drastic change to where you just gonna get heated, bro. But like, you 30 minutes, bro. 45, man, shit was crazy. I ain't, I'm not gonna forget that one, bro. That, that one was crazy. Had us in a fucking hot car waiting. Fucking 30 minutes for a damn plug. This was in the summertime, one of my hot box sessions. I don't I don't know why I eat hot box in the summer. That was a very hot box, you know? I That shit was just so fucking hot and sweaty, bro. I, that might have been one of my favorite sessions, but biggest mistakes, bro. Because going out of that gym, I was just sweaty, bro. I remember how I tried to go to fucking, um, what was it? Probably like Giant or some shit afterwards, bro. I a fucking store. I don't remember what store. But I tried to go to that motherfucker. I just felt weird, bro. Because, like, not only was I smelling like weed, but I was sweaty, too, bro. 
And it's like, it's one thing to go into a room boofing. Like, yeah, that's already one thing. But then you go in there just sweaty too, bro. It's like, nigga, what was you doing, bro? Like, like, bro, you already smell bad two times. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stink and you stuck. You know what I'm saying? It is shit. Oh, God. That shit, I'm not going to. That was probably one, one embarrassing moments of my life having to walk into that store smelling like that. And I don't, I don't know if I smelled like that. Yeah, I smelled bad. I probably did smell bad. I don't, I don't even know why I tried to front like it was a possibility. I didn't even spray myself after that motherfucker. That was one of the things you just kind of like keep on going with your life. You was just a little too fried to remember what happened. But yeah, I don't like fucking um, hot boxing in the summer. It is a waste of heat. Before I get to the notes on the fucking episode, bro. And believe me, there's not a lot of fucking notes. But I'm looking through my notes, bro. And I was one depressed kid, man. Because, like, these poems I was writing, shit was artistry at its fucking finest, bro. Like, listen, if we ignore the words, bro. This shit was a great vibe. I could write poems, bro. Like, this is just straight quality right here, you know? But at the same time, it wasn't quality. But I also read that, um... Something like... This is... This this stat does not affect me in any way. But it was something like one in five poets commit suicide. I gotta... I gotta check this real quick. Uh, this is the thing. I'm out here trying to look for a fucking stat. 20% of eminent poets have committed suicide. That's one in five, I think. That's actually pretty good. No, not... Oh, my God. That sounds so bad. That's not good, but I'm glad that what I read was along to the fact of what I... Yeah, what I just said. Okay, I'm glad that... I'm clear that one up. But yeah. Poets die young is a whole fucking thing. And that's why I stopped being a poet. Yeah, man. I didn't want to slip into that stereotype. <coughs> Fuck. Also, for this session, I got a little hemp rep as well. I'm very excited to like that. Right now, we just smoke in the regular old joint. Smoking great though, man. Fuck. Alright. But yeah, the poems are fucking good. I don't want to say them because it's like... It's like my... This is my notes, you know what I'm saying? You gotta respect the notes. But now these notes, I will say, is the shit about them. The thing. So, I started a new job, which is something I really didn't want to fucking do, bro. Because, cause, believe me, bro. I'm all for the not working movement, bro. Like, that. that is... I stand by that, bro. That That is, like, the... When it comes to shit that I would, like, go on strike for, it is to not work, bro. If there was a movement where niggas was just like, hey, yo... Let's go on strike simply because we don't want to work no more. It's like it's not like bad conditions or anything. It's just like I don't really feel like it. I'd go to that strike. That's 
I'd be the number one supporter of that one right there. But yeah, I started fucking working. And the thing is, bro, the training shit, bro. Holy fuck. It was like school all over again, bro. Which is like a fucking trauma to me. Shit was traumatized. It's simple as that, bro. Because I'm sitting there. And it was so bad, bro. They broke that John down into curriculums, bro. So it's like separate sections. And then in them sections, you had sections of shit. It's like, shit's a dance. It's a book full. They basically, you if you, you got a job, you know how to train and shit go, bro. I don't need to explain how that job go any further, bro. At least in retail. Because the retail shit, you know what's crazy? At McDonald's, I didn't get trained. Not like by the book. I didn't get trained by the book until I think like my second year. Because when I got there, it was just my brother. And he trained me. He was like, hey, nigga, come on. Nigga, train me. So that's I was a little, um, I was trained by the GOAT. But that's it. You know, that's why I was a GOAT there. But nah, not in retail, bruh. That motherfucker. That shit was crazy, bruh. I opened the first one thinking that was all the training I had to do. So I left for, it was like around hour four of me doing this game. Hour four, and I'm on the first step, bro. I walked out of the job. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? I got like two more trainers left, and I'm like, I done that job. Finished them two trainers. And then it took me to the previous page where it showed the whole list of the curriculum that I had to do. And I almost lost my shit, man. Because I opened the next one. It was even more work than the first one, man. And the first job took me four hours. And so, ah, oh, fuck. That job was just fucking crazy. And it's like, I'm really not built for that shit no more, bro. I ain't built to just, like, sit there and learn for eight hours anymore, bro. And I stayed there for seven hours. I couldn't do eight. I'm just not built for it, bro. Like, when it comes to the type of work I'm trying to be on, bro, it's really just this shit, bro. It's just, like, I'm trying to smoke and do whatever I got to do, bro. It's like, I understand the fundamentals of a job and, like, teaching responsibility and shit, but I, I same my first rodeo no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a seasoned vet, bro. I'm, I'm an old dog at this point, bro. You know, I just kind of, you put me in a situation I already know not to wet the bed. I know not to pee on the couch. Not not to pee on the carpet. Like, yeah, I know that shit already, bro. Like, just, yeah, I'm trying to live in this motherfucker. But nah, I'm about that motherfucker doing training, bro. Training on training on training. And I got that motherfucker in the a.m., bro. I left at 5, bro. That job was a full fucking shift, bro. A full fucking shift. Of just me on that computer. That, yeah, like, I couldn't do that again, bro. And then I gotta do it because I ain't finished. That's the whole kill. They trading alone like a 20-hour assignment, bro. And motherfuckers like, yeah, kill that job in like two days, vote. Like, really, who do they think I am? And listen, the point of this is, I've already been trained half the shit, you know? 
like, I know not to get finesse, bro. Like, that's basically all they teach you for, like, half of the trade. It's just like, yeah, bro, don't fall for these niggas' games, bro. And I know that because I've been working there. Listen, at McDonald's, bro, them niggas testing me, bro. They really testing me, bro. This one nigga came in every, like, every Saturday, bro. Like, clockwork, tried to finesse me for 100, bro. And every time I looked at this nigga, I'm like, bro, you know damn well you ain't give me that $100 bill that you talking about, bro. So why don't you go push along to the next fucking window? And every time, this nigga always try to argue with me and shit. And then nigga wife in the passenger, she just looking at this nigga disappointed as shit. And I'm like, bro, get this nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know you just want your Happy Meal and shit, bro. You got the kids in the back, bro. I know you just trying to crush, bro. Like, I know the kids is hungry, fool. You not going to finesse me for a hundred. But nah, that nigga tried it for like a whole month. Month straight, that nigga was coming in. Friday, Saturday type shit. One of them days, bro. Because that's the only day I, I work Sunday, too. But yeah, every weekend I'm in that job. He coming at try me, bro. Every fucking time, bro. And then he stopped. Because guess what? I stopped even taking this nigga orders. Nigga would come to the window. I'm like, all right, bro. Go to the next job. Just so, like, he'd have to get the money to the person in that window. And then they just regulate that job back to me. I ain't even had to. He ain't even had to be like, oh, yeah, he touched it. Like, nah, nigga, it was shawty touched that joint, bro. That job wasn't me, bro. So I was smarter than that nigga. Because I don't know, like, why he looked at my face and was like, yeah, let me try and finesse this nigga. That's just disrespectful, bro. What about my face says finesse me? Nothing, bro. Nothing about my face says finesse this nigga. But he tried that shit. So, yeah. I was trained in the streets, bro. In McDonald's, I was trained by real life situations. Like, I, I know not to raise your voice at customers. And, like, the thing about McDonald's, which was so beautiful, bro. You could close that window on an angry customer, bro. That... Is the only, like, fast food jobs is the only jobs that give you that power. And, like, retail, you got to sit up, sit there, take it, get a man. Nah. At McDonald's, close that motherfucker and walk away for a little bit. They drive off. They ain't going to sit there and scream out a window. Like, yeah, nah, no one's going to do that, bro. I will say this, though. I was thinking the other day, how if life is a simulation, that means there gotta be some duds out there. And I feel like the duds are just the niggas that be like staying mad, bro. Just getting mad at like random niggas, like getting mad at fast food workers and shit. Because like, bro, you gotta chill. Like you really do gotta chill, bro. I remember this one time, bro, I got yelled at three customers in a row. Shit wasn't even my fault. Niggas in the back was taking orders wrong as a motherfucker. I'm getting up there basically reordering their whole shit. They're like, bro, I did not say that. I did not say that. I'm like, bro, I wasn't even talking to you on the headset, bro. So don't catch the attitude with me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just here collecting money, bro. I'm not collecting attitude on the side, my nigga. Like, I don't need your two cents, bro. Not figuratively, but physically I do, bro. 
But niggas was they wasn't understanding that. So they argue with me about problems that another motherfucker created. And that shit happened like three niggas in a row and I had to go back there and I'm like, hey yo, bro, who taking orders on this motherfucker? So I like, nah, bro. I know how to do that shit. So the training is fucking pointless. But the training videos in particular are fucking hilarious, bro. Cause it's like situations that never fucking happen are just like overly exaggerated facial expressions. I remember this one video vividly, bro. It was this old lady. She came in to get some fucking sleep. I'm not. It was a headache medicine, not a sleep medicine. She came in at John to get some fucking um headache medicine, and she came in first day, did her passport, got that shot. Two days later, Shorty coming at John tweaking, bro. Her face is all red, and it's like I could tell she wasn't like really on it. Because obviously she's an actor. So she gets to the dude. She look at him. He, she jump when he tell her some shit. Like it was the funniest thing. He said like, hey, welcome on. Blah, blah, blah. Good morning. And then um, she just jumped. And it was so fucking funny. Because it's like, bro, why are you doing this overly exaggerated stunt? Like I understand, bro. Like this is your job. This is your acting. But please, bro. Stop it. I'm about to light this hemp wrap. I'm very excited for the hemp. Very, very excited. I had it, what, two days? Yesterday, bro. I had It's a little cookies hemp, bro. Like the flavors chocolate chip cookies. Shit pretty tough, bro. Or at least I hope. I don't. I'm saying I don't know. Like I haven't just had this joint. But yeah. Fucking the training video. Yeah, that was good. That's one of those jobs to like, yeah. I got, like I said in the last episode, the first hit of the joint, bro, really resets whatever the fuck was going on beforehand, you know? I don't, I don't know if you can say it's a reset, but. Actually, fuck yeah, that job's a reset, bro. Still some great guys, though. My bad, guys. Back to the topic at hand. I had to take a little break. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't getting heated, but like, yeah, yeah. The training videos is trash, bro. I think it. It's it's always funny to me because it was more. It was more of the fact that like, good man's was going through the process to me. Like I didn't tell him like during the interview. That I did this process before. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, I worked retail before. I get the I get the ropes and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like you hire me, there's not much training that needs to be done. Like that's what I was implying. But I guess that didn't go through too well because there's a lot of training that needs to be done, man. It's a lot of training. And I also like to say this. This is a thing with what I've noticed in like Work culture uniforms, bro. For some reason, you can wear cargo pants, but you can't wear sweatpants. And the reason why I'm saying for some reason is because both pants are on the sides of the extremes. One pant has an extreme amount of pockets. The other pant is extremely comfortable. I don't understand why they let you go with one extreme rather than the other. 
like, listen, I understand the utility of a cargo pant. I, I love cargos, okay? I love cargos. I have, I have a cargo sweat, bro. That is maximum comfort and utility. Get you a pair of cargo sweats if you can, everybody. Because once you get you a pair of cargo sweats, you're going to be changed. You're going to be like, hold up. This is a whole new world, a whole new experience. You go outside stepping out with the other foot, bro. It's just a totally different world when you get a pair of cargo sweats. Okay? But I was faulted. I've been faulted many times for wearing sweats on the job. Okay? At Staples, that's all it was. I wore I Listen, I was waking up at 5 a.m. I'll be damned if I wasn't wearing sweats, bro. I, I'm not going to wake up at 4.30 and put on fucking jeans. I'm not going to do that. That's not good for my mental, bro. I couldn't do that. So every Wednesday, the nigga's like, bro, where are your pants? I'm like, they're on my they're on my legs. You see them, you know? Like, this, this is black, bro. You asked for black pants, man. But nah, you can wear cargos, though. Because they got all the pockets and shit. Because they want you to be more more um working that that doesn't make but it makes sense they want you to have that more working attire rather than comfort because they don't want to see niggas comfortable and that that's ultimately all jobs are it's just places for niggas to be uncomfortable bro and it's not even like an uncomfortable like physically sometimes bro but mentally bro you just be stressed because of customers the fucking management sometimes co-workers depend on if you get a bad batch bro but Fuck, that joint just be stressful sometimes, bro. But I'm excited, though, bro. New jobs is always fun. Not, not always, alright. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I ain't have. I had a lot of fun at Wawa, strictly because I was with Elgin. I don't, if I wasn't with him, I would not have had fun, bro. Yeah, nah, because that was my sandwich brother. We, we was making subs, bro. I don't think when we was together, we ever got yelled at by a customer. I think customers, like, questioned our process. But, we hey, motherfuckers wasn't yelling at us. They was yelling at the niggas on the other side, though. It would never meet them. If there was an other side. That's the other thing. There was no help in the store, bro. No fucking help. And I hope there's help at this opportunity now, bro. Because, like, there's one thing I'm tired of doing, bro. It's working by myself. And, like, doing all the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, at McDonald's, bro, there was times I was in the back of the store delivering food, making drinks, and taking orders. That is three people's job right there. Guess how much I was getting paid, bro? You only got to guess, bro. The job was, like, 12, 10. And the shit that really blew me, bro, when motherfuckers came out to give it raises, I was getting a dime. Everybody else was getting a quarter. And it's just like little shit like that, bro. Like, how you go get them niggas 25 cents if I'm doing they work? Like, how does that work out, bro? How does that mathematically make sense in the noggin? It doesn't. It fucking doesn't. I promise you it doesn't. But nah, motherfuckers are playing favorites over there. Never gonna forget how... Oh my God. I'm mean on my nostrils. Never gonna forget how in that motherfucker... It was a one manager who treated me and my brother like security, bro. Every time a customer came in that motherfucker angry, Shorty would get us. If it wasn't him, as soon as he left, it was me. 
But I wasn't having it half the time. I'm like, nigga, you a manager. I'm gonna end up getting you. You know what I'm saying? Like as soon as that nigga raises his voice, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go get her again. But it's like half of the time though, niggas ain't really like need anything for real. Niggas just wanted some sauce. But Shorty would just close the window on him. And it's like, I'll be mad too if I get a large fry, no sauce in a bag, bro. <clears throat> and I ain't gonna lie, that shit had to happen one time. And it wasn't even by my fault, bro. This lady stopped. Like, sometimes how they be parking niggas and shit. Not parking, like, sometimes they toss them to the window, to the second window, or the third window. This is the last window. Sometimes niggas toss them to that window. So the shorty stood, parked her car at that window, got out that job. No, she parked her car, like, maybe two feet ahead of that window. So I couldn't get to that window. But, like, I seen my food there. Like, I seen my food at the window. The nigga was waiting for me. So I'm like, all right, nigga. I got out of my car because Shorty was out of her car. So I had to get out of my fucking car to get my food. And Shorty yelling at the nigga. And I'm like, hey, bro, just slide me my food real quick, bro. Nigga gave me, and as soon as I got back to the car, bro, I forgot to get the sauce. And I wasn't going to get back out the car to get no fucking sauce. That's extra as shit, bro. And that nigga wasn't even at the window. Like, who was I going to ask? Was I going to have to double back and hit the window behind me? That's fucking wild. That is fucking wild. But that's exactly what Shorty did, though. I ain't do that. Because I'm better than that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I respect the fast part of fast food. Like, I understand if you are going fast, you're going to forget some things, bro. You're going to forget the sauce, bro. You might forget a straw. You might forget a napkin. But you might get your food. It should have spoken nicely, bro. Every time I um take a hit, I just forget whatever the fuck I was talking about. But, like, not truly forget. It was just like a... I gotta let it come back to me for a little bit. I gotta let it marinate in the soul. You know what I'm saying? Let it let it get back in the blood. Let it, let it attach to the receptors in my brain. Really get working. Hmm. <coughs> All right. Let me get back to the topic. <laughs> My bad. I was just fucking looking at the. It, I can't roll hemp wrappers, so it's like it's not a good roll, but. It smokes, and it smokes well. You know, I feel like I could have done better, of course. But I also feel like I just need a little bit more practice in the craft. You feel me? So I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. These motherfuckers going to be beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Let me get a little bit of water. A bottle of water. It's still crazy how British people do like very good American accents. Well, it's not crazy, but it's funny. Them motherfuckers be at a lunch table. Just be like, um, fuck. Can I get a cheeseburger? 
Can I get a cheeseburger and a large fry? Wait, that's still fucking British. I don't know. I, nah, that's not British. Well, I guess they're just sitting here talking like me, you know? And that's crazy. I sometimes sit there and talk like them. You know, especially after watching Peaky Blinders, bro. The Peaky fucking Blinders. After watching that shit, I'm really just like, yo. I feel like I could do it. At least for, like, to be an extra. You know? Give me, like, three or four lines, bro. I do it. I do it. But, like, if you make me say the whole script, I'd probably fold at least five times, bro. Five times a page. I'd probably fold that motherfucker. But nah, man. Peaky Blinders, bro. That that show changed. I haven't felt like the same person since I watched that show. Maybe because I keep hearing the Peaky fucking Blinders in my head. Because at the end of the day, what are we? The Peaky fucking Blinders. What was I talking about? Nah, I'm not going to talk about work anymore. Fuck that shit. We, I didn't pop a bottle, but this little cylinder, my J-holder. Popped it. And it makes a pop sound. Speaking of pop, though. This, well, not speaking of pop. Fucking Young Thug, bro. Listen. If you know me, and if I've said this already, I don't remember if I said this. My favorite Young Thug album. 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 Is Beautiful Thugger Girls. Because me, I love it when Young Thug sing, bro. I love that nigga's vocals, bro. Because it's just like, fucking Young Thug, bro. Like, you couldn't, couldn't get any better than that. But this album, bro, Punk, it genuinely feels like a better version of Beautiful Thugger Girls, bro. And I didn't think that was even possible, man. Because to me... Outside of the fact that Beautiful Thugger Girls is his best album, it's also the only album where he's majority singing. So you put two and two together, bro, and he does it. He does it. Does it again. I don't know why. I stumbled on that word, bro. But that brings to the ultimate, like the ultimate talking point, though. Has Young Thug missed? And. I try often to see, like, where this nigga went wrong, you know? I'm not going to hold you. By looking at, from albums, I'm going to start at mm, Barter 6, of course. There's no other spot to start. On Barter 6, I don't see too many misses. Off top, I can tell you constantly hating with Birdman, probably not that good. I don't remember it. And that's probably why. Because it wasn't that good. Because I remember literally everything else, bro. Everything fucking else. Everything else on the album was fucking perfect. With that, can't tell, bro. <sighs> can't tell might be the only Boosie verse I've ever heard. And like, yeah, it's the only Boosie verse. I don't give a fuck. Listen. I don't like that nigga. I don't like Boozy. I don't, I don't really gotta say much else to it. But Young Thug made me like that one song. Made me like that one verse. I almost, almost listened to a project of his. I was close. Searched up that nigga name, man. Man, I was very close to listening to that nigga music. But check, bro. Great. Never had... Listen, 
I can't go on. I can just keep saying the names on this shit. And I just keep having the same reaction. So the reaction is Barter 6, fucking heat, bro. And then, we got the next one. I'm up. I mean, this was, of course, mixtapes came out, but that's not on Apple Music, so I'm not going to talk about that right now. But Slime Season 1 and 2 did save my life. I feel like if I say that, you should know my stance on that. So, okay. I'm up. I'm up was probably my least favorite. And it's strictly because... Some features were fucking ass. Not some. His family. I didn't like him, bro. I, I did not like the feature. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I love that he added his family to the songs and to the album. I fucking love that. It's just dope as fuck, bro. Like, putting your family on is top thing you could ever do. If you have, like, family. I feel like I... Yeah. But if you have family that you could put on, you know? That's the number one thing you could fucking do, bro. So that's fucking amazing. But I think they should leave the rapping to Young Thug. Okay? Like, I think he has it. Sex has it. Jeffrey has it, bro. Thugger has it, bro. That nigga got it, okay? Let that man rap. And because of that, it's... It's not, it's the worst, bro. But that being said, album's still like an 8 out of 10, bro. Because fuck Cancer, King Troop, Special, Breadwinners. Yo, listen. Young Butter, I'm, this nigga was perfect for Breadwinners, bro. How do you find a nigga named Young Butter and put him on a song titled Bread, bro? That is a match made in heaven. And that nigga verse was so fucking hard, bro. The whole song was hard, bruh. Holy shit. That song low-key might have saved the album, bro. Because if, if it was just those eight songs and it did not include family, it would have been like almost a 35-minute album, bro. Right in that sweet spot of eight songs. Fuck, man. That joint could have easily taken on Thugger Project at a... Of the decade, bro. Easily, cause it. No, not not cause he he released the beautiful thug girls next year, but next slime season three. I remember I, this was like eighth grade. It right, came out for me, fucking hard, bro. I don't think there's a song I don't like. Maybe I don't like slime shit. I don't remember too vividly. I don't remember problems, but worth it. And tattoos, bro. Yeah, with that memo and dripping, that was a good three-peat. But worth it in tattoos, take it, bro. Worth it in tattoos, take it for me. Because worth it is just like, fuck, the nigga singing, bro. Young Thug is using his vocals. His number one asset. He's using it. How can I not love it? How? So... Slime season three, of course, was fucking deep. And then, this isn't my favorite album, but it includes my favorite song. Floyd Mayweather. Holy shit, was that a song, bro. This nigga recruited, like, 
the trap grail. Fucking six minutes, bro. Six fucking minutes. He had Travis, Gucci. I'm pretty sure Quavo and Offset as well. If I'm not mistaken. Let me, I'm going to see. Because I hate how albums music do this shit. I can't see the features. That John got to slide it out, bro. It was Gunna. Oh, Offset and Quavo on fucking Gua. Yo, I'm fried. <laughs> but either Gua was hard too. But Floyd Mayweather and Gua, bro. Those two songs. Those two songs changed the scape of like how I view that nigga. I'm not going to talk about this album yet because it's my favorite album. <coughs> mm. But Super Slimy. Listen. Super Slimy doesn't nearly get as much respect as it deserves, bro. That album did not have a fucking miss, bro. It really didn't, bro. And Future and Young Thug haven't missed. Them motherfuckers are the only people that like when they create a song, that shit's actually duet. Like, that joint is so perfectly mashed together, bro. Their styles, their message. Fuck. And I'm saying their message like it's something deep, but it's just good, bro. It's quality music. I'm a big fucking Young Thug fan. And I'm a big Future fan as well. So, imagine how I felt when they dropped that, man. I think that was in rotation for like four months straight, bro. Each month, each week type shit. It was just a different favorite song. But No Cap probably had me for the longest. And it feed me dope. That joint still got me like in shackles, bro. I'm still very much in that joint's trance, bro. Like. Fuck that nigga Future did something on that beat, bro. Slime Language 1. Low-key, that John was kind of trash, bro. I'm not going to give it up to all Young Thug because at some point in that album, he did pass it off to his other men for And again with Young Thug, I love him putting the homies on, bro. I love it. Because I, I find a lot of good ones, bro. You find a lot of good ones. He has put us on to a lot of good mm -hmm. artists. So I cannot hate it what he does, bro. The whole slime movement. YSL, bruh. This shit is great, bruh. But I really like Slime Language. What? So much fun, though. That started Young Thugs just not missing run. There was not a single song on So Much Fun. Besides the updated version of Ecstasy with Machine Gun Kelly... That shit should not have happened. Get MGK off. Please, Young Thug. I'm begging you. I need the original version. And I don't need that. But just how it is, is one of his best intros. Wait. Oh, no, it's not. It's like number three. But fuck, it's good. But yeah, that nigga didn't miss. Submate, 
that song had a hold on me and Elgin. Them car rides, bro, that song was just, like, played, bro. At some point in the car, that song was always played, like, regardless of where we were going, regardless of, like, the time of day, bro. Because I will say, the reason why I always like Drive With Elgin, he understood that when, like, it's dark, bro, you got to put on, like, some R&B or, like, calmer music, bro. But even when it was dark, Submate was still getting played. That shit was always going to be in rotation. Not going to hold you. I listened to Slobby B, but to me, it was all right. I don't really like Chris Powell, bro. <laughs> that, that's just a B thing, though. Mainly because of the Rihanna situation. And it's kind of, it was just like a... Eh, I don't really, I really like Rihanna. You know, I'll pick a side. I'll 100% pick a side for this one. And it, it was Rihanna. So, R9, let's go. But Slime Language too. that nigga was, that nigga was back in his bag. He was back in his fucking bag with Slime Language too. Cause boy, that nigga had features on features. And them niggas wasn't missing. But, Punk, though, I don't remember if I talked about it yet. <laughs> I don't think I did, but I loved it. Stupid slash asking. Real, recognized, real, contagious. Hard. The joint with Post Malone. Fucking hard. I think I liked almost, I, I liked every song on the album. I'm not going to lie to you. Every song was needed, bro. Every song was fucking needed. But beautiful Thugger Girls, bro. This album was needed for my life. Like how, um, yeah, he said Donda was the album of life. Or the album of something, bro. I think he said life. For me, that's Beautiful Thugger Girls. Love Donda, but Beautiful Thugger Girls. Family don't matter. Holy fucking shit, bro. Family does. But family matters. But to Young Thug, it don't, bro. And then tomorrow to Infinity. She want a party day. The first six songs. were a killer, bro. Them first six songs is what made me just like cream. Simple as that. It made me fucking cream. Okay? I I don't know what else to tell you. Them six songs might be why this album is so high up. But then again, you drop down on fire, get high, me or us. Who you loyal to? Me or us? Fuck, man. Don't let me get started. Don't let me get started. But Young Thug's great. And the point is, this nigga hasn't fucking missed. In no way, shape, or form has Young Thug missed. And that is amazing. There's not a lot of artists you can say have just, um, well, I don't know how many albums, including mixtapes, he's what? 9 and 0? I don't know a lot of artists you can say it. Just do that. You know? 
But fucking looks good. Young Thark. That, that, that was really just the point of this podcast. I really wanted to just get out that Young Thark was good. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it. And I have a good week, y'all.